You're now listening to your favorite podcast. That's right. It's Burgers and Brats with your hosts, Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. Welcome back to another week of coronavirus. Uh, make sure you're following us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, tune in, and even Pandora at Burgers and Brats. And make sure to stay up to date with us on the latest news on Instagram and Twitter at Burgers and Brats. Matt, how you doing? Well, good. It's been a while, Braxton. I haven't talked to you much recently. I know. It's been quite a bit, quite a long time. Yeah, it is good to be back on. So <laughs> what? what is going on in your world? Oh, nothing. Just starting heading back to work. Uh, just going one day at a time right now, trying to stay safe, trying not to get COVID. That's right. Well, hey, speaking of COVID, you see the news that broke today? Uh, Zeke Elliott came down with a coronavirus. No surprise there. There's uh, Zeke and a couple other Cowboys players, apparently, and also some uh, some Texans. So you, you kind of when you see this news, you have to wonder. I mean, is this going to do anything as we move closer to the NFL getting started up? Is this going to delay anything? What What are you thinking on this? So did Zeke? He just came down with it, or this is when they threw that party? A month back. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, the article that I've got printed out here uh, for one of the ESPN guys is saying it's not. He said it's not clear how the players contracted the virus, um, if they've been working out in small groups or if they've been together. They do say this did not, you know, they've not been at the team's facilities uh, during the offseason. So uh, I don't know how they got it. But, you know, we've seen this, too, in, in college uh athletics as well with Alabama, a couple other you know players in different programs. I feel like we're going to see more and more of this as the weeks go on and on. You know, my thing is it, this virus is just going to have to run its course. And, you know, I, I don't know what you do. I, I don't think you delay, the, you delay the NFL or delay any seasons. I think you just have to go through with it. And I know you've got to prioritize health and safety. But, I, you know, I just think that we've just got – we can't – all be sheltered in and shut the world down again. We have to just keep going through. And I know the coaching staffs and all the players from pro to the college level will take care of their players. And I think it's something that every team's just going to have to uniquely work through, hoping that no one gets it. But if they do, that they quarantine themselves and get better. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't, again, I don't know how the players uh, contracted it. So I – I do think the NFL will have its season. They've got they start September. They they could push it back a few weeks, which might happen since all these players are starting to get COVID. And we we Matt, we're seeing all over the country cases are spiking. Here in Oklahoma, uh, we've had over 200 um, cases um, a day now, which is higher than what we've had the last few months. But I yeah, NFL they've already said they're gonna come back. Roger Goodell is gonna come back. They're gonna earn their money. Will there be fans in the stadiums? Maybe Texas is doing 50% capacity in all their stadiums, and they've already decided 50% is set for the uh, whole year in sports. So we'll see if that's implemented in the NFL, or maybe they um, do less um, for attendance-wise. But, yeah, I think I think there'll be sports. Don't know about college. College is different. But NFL, NBA, hockey, all these other pro sports, I think there will be some sort of season – I think it will be pushed back a few weeks, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, this uh, you do mention, yeah, it is spikes. And, and you, you know, the when is the second wave? Will there be a second wave? Is this kind of a, another wave coming with this virus? Um, you know, I'm, I'm so tired of it. I'm annoyed with it. I wish this virus would go away. 
Um, we all want to get our lives back on track. And, and it, it is interesting because, like I said, you know, we will get more and more of this reports coming out of players getting the virus. But, you know, the, old, the news we can hope for is that they are doing fine. And I saw that today that Zeke is doing fine. Um, even tweeted something out about HIPAA. Uh, that was trending on Twitter about, you know, hey, why are my records, you know, why is my health being put out there? And I saw someone, uh, I think just a fan or somebody on, on my Twitter feed said, well, you know, it's just like medical reports. Those can go public. And that's kind of the same way. But, you know, you know, Zeke, I guess, was kind of like, you know, hey, why is this being put public? Where's my HIPAA, um, you know, the rights and all that. But, yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah. I, I see right here that um, journalists who are reporting on the um, COVID testing under HIPAA or they're. They aren't covered in entities under HIPAA, and so they aren't violating HIPAA. Yeah. So there's no um, private right of action there. So, you know, players are just going to have to be upset if it goes public. But, look, I mean, a lot of people um, are going through this virus or the effects of it. And, uh, you know, we hope that everyone, you know, gets gets through it all right um, and, and can definitely get the help that they need. And we're hoping – and that a, a vaccine will get here quicker than with later. And we know that may not be till next year, but um, you know, we, we just got to get through this. We're all sick and tired of the way this is. <laughs> Everything is. So I'm enjoying it, Matt. I, I you know, I'm, I wish I me, could say the same. I'm not. Me and Kawhi Leonard, me and Kawhi Leonard love um, social distancing and staying indoors. Right. Well, that, that is true. You don't, yeah, you don't have to do, do much. You just kind of hang to yourself. I hear that. But, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see what other, you know, if there's more teams that come out soon with, you know, coronavirus hitting their team and what they're going to do. And when players start coming to training camp, uh, that'll be something to watch, especially, too, with college athletics when, when teams start coming back. And you see, too, that uh, when you're talking about Texas, that they're going to be ending their classes at Thanksgiving. Do you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Uh happened a few weeks ago they after notre dame did it texas decided to do it right yeah and i'm sure more teams in you know all over i like that i mean so the uh, is texas starting earlier because i know notre dame is going to start two weeks earlier and then and i don't know about the start time it may be the same but if you get out you know right at thanksgiving i mean you're buying yourself another you know a couple more weeks of uh, christmas vacation you know, if that's the way it's going to be, if the you know spring semester is going to start back on time, that uh, interesting concept right there. But uh, you know, I guess that gives more people more social distancing during flu season. Yeah, I love that. I would love for classes to be over after Thanksgiving. You would uh, definitely get to enjoy some more vacation time right there. So. Let's talk um, other breaking news that happened today. Oklahoma State is in very hot water, specifically uh, Mike Gundy. So the uh, this just broke. Mike Gundy posted a uh, picture of him and I, I guess his sons, um, or I, I guess that's I, I didn't see it really read the caption. I think it's his sons. His sons, yeah. Um, and he's wearing a uh, OAN T-shirt, which is the One America News, uh, one of the various news networks out there. And uh, this got some hot water from uh, Chuba or Chuba, Chuba, sorry, Chuba Hubbard. Um, Braxton, you want to kind of break this I down? Finalists, yeah. So, 
we all know Mike Gundy is a cuckoo head. He so here's some things that have happened though the last few weeks uh, that Mike Gundy's done. He said players can fight off COVID because they're young. Uh, so bring them back early. He said players need to return because of money and budgets. And then, so Mike Gundy, you got to keep your mouth shut, bro. Be like Lincoln Riley. Take up for your players. Realize what's going on in the world. But <laughs> some other tweets, man, he is getting roasted. So they're been, Mike Gundy, Matt, this tweet just came out. <laughs> okay. OSU paid, paid Mike Gundy $5 million to go 8-5, and five, and he paid – Sixteen dollars to lose his best player and Heisman finalist. <laughs> yeah, gosh. I mean, so Chuba, so he, Mike Gundy puts that shirt out, or he at the lake. That like Texoma is wearing an OAN shirt. Chuba Hubbard says, "I will not stand for this. This is completely insensitive to everyone going to everything going on in society, and it's unacceptable. I will not be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change." The Heisman finalist for next year, he's third best odds to win, says he will be no, he will have nothing to do with the university until things change. That is powerful. That is a powerful statement right there from Chuba Hubbard. That dude is a beast. He is the he will be the best running back in college next year. He was behind uh, the dude from Wisconsin last year or Jonathan Taylor, but. That's some strong words from Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, and he got some backup right. from a couple of alumni too. Look that up on Twitter. Um, it, you know that this is something that could be gaining uh, steam, or already has, and could gain a lot more. Uh, we'll see how Oklahoma State what they come out with, what their response to this is. Um, you know, what do you think is going to happen? I, I, Mike Gundy will come out and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I my." I didn't mean that. Um, sorry, whoever I hurt, he'll say that uh, PR statement. But it'll be interesting to see what happens because Mike Gundy has had some hard choice words and statements uh, the last few weeks, few months. So um, I, I think Hubo, Chuba, or Chuba will stay there. But it'll be inter- interesting to see what happens throughout this offseason for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's something to watch for. I mean, we can break more into this, and I'm sure we'll have more in our next episode, depending on what what comes out of this. Um, But this is just what Oklahoma State does not need. Um, Already in the news recently for what came out with basketball and the penalties handed down to them. And so now you got the football team in the spotlight, um, and not for good reasons when your star player is upset. So we'll have to watch out and see how that uh, unfolds in the next couple of weeks. Uh, any other, anything else about it, Braxton? No, but the dude should know. My clip, Dabo Sweeney gets in trouble last week for wearing. Did you see what Dabo wore last week? So I'm sure uh, that said football matters or something yeah. like that to a Black Lives Matter protest. I mean, you got to be more aware. Come on. Everyone's got cameras. Everyone knows who you are. It. It's automatically just a hot topic, whatever you wear. So just pay more attention. Come on, dude. Be more aware of that. Yeah. Especially when you're coaching all these young African-American kids playing football. It's true. So That is true. Um, all right. So the next – another mess that's in the news right now. So every pro sports league seems to have their act together except MLB. It has been a disaster since March on trying to figure out what this season was going to be like, if there was going to be a season. 
um, what the players would get paid, how to keep the players safe. So MLB sent another proposal. They've gone back and forth, I think, three times with the Players Association. And it has just gotten uglier and uglier. You know, first MLB said, well, let's play, you know, 113 games or something. And I think Players Association said, well, we want like 142. And then, you know, they bump it down to like 89. Then the Players Association wants something, you know, a little over 100 games. And they go back and forth. But MLB is still proposing the same thing on, you know, we don't, players are not going to get paid nearly as much as their contract says they should be. And it has just become a mess. Um, really just an ugly, ugly mess. Didn't they get it down to about 50 games? It says uh, in a March agreement, it would have been in a schedule of around 50 games, paying players <laughs> full prorated salaries. Um, that's what it was looking like. But um, it has just continued to go back and forth. And now, you know, it says the league's latest proposal had 72 games with 70% of the full prorated salary and up to 83% following the completion of the postseason. So it would have players, you know, not getting as much money as they deserve. So Braxton... If you are a base, you know you're well. You are a baseball fan. When you see this, I mean, are you? Do you lose interest in the sport? Are what's your feelings towards MLB, and what are the long term effects that this could have for the for the sport? The last few weeks, I've definitely lost interest. It's just get your act together. It's not that hard. MLB, it's gotten. It just feels like the whole world has turned against it. They need to um, change rules with the DH. They need to lower, or they need to get rid of all these games. What 182 games in a season? I they need to lower that. And then I saw this tweet yesterday, um, Matt. You, I don't know if you like this one, but the average age of MLB fans is 57. That's up, for, which is um, in 2000 it was age 52. So it's already up five years in um, 20 years. So. A good way to slowly kill baseball is to make sure young people either can't watch it or don't care. MLB does both exceptionally. I don't, I, and they've been doing that. Yeah, go on. I was just gonna say, you know, I don't, and I don't get it because you got it is a great sport for kids to play growing up, and you play in high school and you play till college. But yet, why isn't that translating to you know people our age and and younger that want to you know watch the sport? I mean, I get it. It can be a long game. It can be, you know, three to sometimes four hours if you're, you know, in a uh, very slow-moving or extra innings type game. Um, it's not as quick as basketball or other sports, um, you know, and I and I get that. But, you know, and we talk. I feel like the problem Go ahead. for MLB, they just don't have superstars like NBA, NFL, these powerful dudes, these uh, – they've got the wow factor. No one in baseball well, has a wow factor. I would, I, you hit a home run, I guess. If you're okay, if you're into baseball, yes, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, you hit. It's it's not Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, all those players who hit 600 yard bombers, uh, or 600 feet bombers. But there's just no one that gets that wow factor like a LeBron James, a Kevin Durant, a Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Well, would you almost say that baseball almost fits into a narrative that you get with a lot of, of I'm going to call them semi-fans, um, 
you know, because you, you in any other sport, because you got people that will, you know, turn on, on a basketball game in the fourth quarter. You know, they won't watch the first three quarters. They'll turn on the last five minutes. Or, you know, uh, same with football. Um, maybe hockey, turn on the last period if you're being, you know, if you kind of like hockey. That's where, you know, I think baseball gets, okay, if it's the ninth inning and your team is tied or you're, you know, they have a chance to, you know, walk it off, that's where fans are going to probably tune in. It's, it's, you know, they don't care about the first five or six, seven innings. They want to care about the ending. They want to see how it's going to finish. I think that happens in a lot of other sports. But baseball, and that's why they're also talking about experiencing, you know, experimenting with rule changes and maybe doing a universal DH and, you know, they did some things at the All-Star Game last year. They have players mic'd up, and they kind of change, you know, with the All-Star Game, the winning uh, team will get, you know, a little bonus and some money and, you know, doing things with the Home Run Derby. I, I thought the Home Run Derby was so interesting last year. They try to spice it, and they're trying to spice that part up. But you're right. I mean, baseball, it, it takes a certain person to like baseball. I mean, it, that's just the way it is. It's um, and that's why a lot of kids will connect with it because if you played it, you you like. I mean, of course, you like the sport. Hopefully, uh, otherwise, why are you playing it? I don't know what MLB is going to do, but they're really turning a lot of people away. Especially, they're making the players mad because they're not showing any willingness to change. And now they're in with it. I mean, they're an ugly battle with the players' association, and they're not going to be able to get anything right. This is going to carry on for seasons and seasons. Will there be a labor strike? I mean, we haven't seen one of those since 95. You know, what's going to happen? And the commissioner's got is, is he's, you know, he's guaranteeing there'll be baseball, but all these reports show they're nowhere close. They're running out of time. I mean, apparently, I guess in a proposal, if they had accepted one earlier, they would be in spring training right now, and they'd be playing baseball come July fourth. Well, that's not that's not happening, and and they're not going to extend the season past October. So you're the, the, the time is just getting narrow and narrow. Yeah, that's baseball for you, man. Baseball. So, uh, yeah, I, this will be interesting to see what's going to what's going to come out of this in the next couple of weeks because. I mean, they they got to come up with a decision first or uh, soon, or there won't be a season. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention on well, two other things real quick on baseball. Uh, I don't know if you caught any of the MLB draft, but you know, a good shout out for OU. OU did really well, um, and because it was only five rounds this year, you know, this was the shortest draft um, because of everything that has happened with coronavirus, but. Uh, Cade Cavalli from OU, the the ace, the hard throwing righty, um, went number twenty two to the Washington Nationals. Um, really good pickup for them. Uh, he will definitely move quickly up their system, um, so that was good for him. And uh, Cardinals got Levi Prater, I believe, in the third round, and he will be a, a good a good uh, lefty pitcher, a good pitcher for them. Um, so a couple of you guys that went out and in the draft, that was good for us, you know. That it's always good to see. Yeah, we've, that. we've had what three first rounders in the MLB draft in the past three years, or uh, something like that. Probably, yeah. Well, we had Kyler Murray and Cade. Yes, yeah, Steel Walker as well. Oh, oh yeah. All right, so he was a couple years ago, five um, two years ago, I think. I think it was two consecutive years or three, cons- 
three years had someone in the first round in the MLB, and then two years in a row we've had um, two first rounders in uh, football. So, OU Athletics, bro. Yeah, they are doing really well. Also, do you remember the greatest quarterback to never play a game, Christian Hackenberg? <laughs> Penn State, yeah. He, you know, got drafted by the Jets, never played for him. Um, he has got his eyes set on baseball. He wants to play baseball now. Did he play in college or high school? I believe he played in in college, if I'm correct. Um, so how interesting is that? I mean, that's that'd be kind of fun to see. I mean, he didn't do anything in the NFL, so why not? If you if you know, still got a passion for it. But, you know, now you look at it, they probably, you know, he'll be in the minors and they wouldn't be able to pay him. So I don't know what that's, what that's going to look like. But, you know, maybe one day. Maybe one day he can get a chance like we're still waiting on Tim Tebow to make it to the bigs. <laughs> we don't want Tim Tebow in the bigs, bro. I want to see it. I, you know, it's the Mets. The Mets don't get anywhere. So let's get, let him have a couple <laughs> games up there. I want to see it happen. Um, let's see what else we got. So I guess we want to talk I mean, We only got a few things left real quick. Uh, golf this weekend. It was the Charles Schwab challenge down in Fort Worth, the colonial. Um, you know, this is, it was missing. It was missing Tiger Woods. It was missing Tiger didn't Woods. Didn't have that it. It was missing fans. Didn't have the it factor. Yep. It's missing fans. But we saw Jordan Spieth emerge back on the scene. Feels like forever since we've mentioned Jordan Spieth. Um, he had a 65 on, on uh, the first two rounds and then a 68, which, okay, you know, that's not, not, not bad. But a 71 on Sunday really did him in. He was four back from the eventual winner. They had to go to a playoff. But Daniel Berger, or Berger, um, Daniel Berger won that one, um, got over a million dollars. Braxton, what would you do if you won a golf tournament and got a million dollars? What would be your first purchase? I would invest it. You would invest it. Wow, what a smart businessman <laughs> right there. But he, he got the win. Um, we got, you know, Bubba Watson. You know, I'm just looking at some of these names. Bubba Watson finished in front of Jordan Speed. Jordan Speed tied with Justin Thomas. I, I look, at these, look at these names. It's like, man, I forgot, you know, who played golf. It seems like it's been forever. Uh, Roy, no, we haven't heard Bubba in forever. Right, Roy McIlroy finished six under. He had a terrible Sunday, uh, seventy four. He shot. Um, yeah, it, it's Phil Mickelson didn't make the cut after <laughs> round two. Uh, you know, Phil used all his energy. Uh, you know, with Tiger the, uh, a couple weeks ago. But um, yeah, so that it, good to have golf back. Watching it on TV, even though there's no fans, but uh, it'll be fun to see how that plays out, you know, when fans come back to watching golf. But at least, you know, we're slowly getting sports back. We got NASCAR coming, you know, back. And I mean, I know we're big NASCAR fans, Braxton, so I know we were watching. We are, we are now, Matt. Yes. We are now. So when that's the only thing to watch, you got to watch it. Um, but yeah, so that was this weekend down in Fort Worth. And then, Braxton, you want to talk a little bit about the NBA, some uh, Kyrie back in the news again. Kyrie's big brain talking about how uh, (laughs) he doesn't want the NBA to come back due to um, keeping players safe, but also all the injustice going around the world right now. 
But, all right, these players can go to Orlando, make more money, and then use that money to put back in um, to fight this um, injustice um, or the systematic racism, all these important issues that are going on in our country right now. They go earn that money, go put it back into the communities. They can do more that way than just um, sitting around because um, I'm sure they're not going to – the protests, they may last into – I don't think they'll last for another two months, but they're going to last for a while. But otherwise, they're just going to be sitting down um, watching other sports. But um, go to NBA, take our minds off everything, go show the world um, how to come together, and go get LeBron his fourth ring. Come on, man. Kyrie, <laughs> don't drive us or drop um, – we want LeBron to see get his fourth ring. So, Kyrie, shut up, please. Well, I mean, I don't know if I really want the Lakers to win. I know you're you're big on uh, LeBron winning it. Um, I hate the Lakers, man. <laughs> we all hate the Lakers. Yeah, we do. That is major facts right there. But but Le- the Lakers, um, you had a conference call with uh, quite a few NBA players. Um, Kyrie led it. Looks like the Lakers, though, are on the same page. Uh, they want to go back. There were reports that Dwight Howard uh, was leaning on the fence, but the Lakers are, as a whole, wanting to continue the season. And then you got P- Patrick Beverly um, coming out and saying, whatever LeBron says, we're doing. So um, that's big there. Yeah, it is. Um yeah, I I just I'm hope I mean they're coming back next month. I hope nothing changes with that. We're ready for basketball to return. We got eight games left of the regular season, and then you know potential little playing tournament um, for that eight seed maybe, and then we got playoffs ready for that. All taking place in Orlando. It'll be really weird and interesting, but it'll be good to have basketball back. Speaking of that too, the WNBA announced today they're going to have a 22 game regular season. Um, they're coming back. So again, just put that in. The- what is the point? What is the point of a 22 game regular season? Well, you might as well just do the playoffs. Well, I mean, they, they didn't even get to start their season. Did they? No. Right. Their season is so weird. I'm not even sure. Yeah. I think it is, is in the summer. I don't think they've even really, they haven't even started it. And maybe I'm wrong and that that's bad. Uh, <laughs> But let me, I mean, I could let me check, but I, I think that it disrupted, you know, they didn't even get to start um, what they were doing. Let's see what we're looking here. That's college basketball. That's not even looking up the right thing. Wow. You know, searching this up on my computer and not even thinking what. Um, yeah, I do get some of the NBA players though. the The minimum amount of days you're going to be gone is fifty three. That is a long time away from your family, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever. Yeah. So I get some thinking there, but that that is a long time to be gone from everyone. Yeah, I mean WNBA they have not started, so they they've not played a game. So twenty two games. I mean normally they play thirty four. So that's actually not as they only have thirty four games. Have 34 wow! Games. Yeah, I mean they've only got twelve teams. Um, yeah. <laughs> so in, in that in that league right there, it 
you know, eight teams make the playoffs, four don't. And, uh, yeah, they've, they've got um, just 22 games. And that's that's not bad. I don't think that disrupts them very much. They'll have the playoffs. But they'll they'll need they'll begin right away. So again, it just shows MLB still is the is the one league that needs to get their act together, which they better they better. Um, I Braxton, well that pretty much covers everything. But we gotta you know do our final segment. Who'd you share burger and brat with? So I'll start with you, my dude. Whoa. What are you, what are you thinking? I am going with a woman who is absolutely poignant. Um, she has an absolutely poignant hunger for adventure. So the first American woman to walk in outer space becomes the first woman to set her eyes upon the deepest known point of the ocean floor. And in doing so, Dr. Kathy Sullivan has become the first human to do both. So that's pretty remarkable there, going to the highest points and lowest points on Earth. Wow. Very so nice. So she's an adventure-holic. Very nice. Well, that's cool. Very cool. All right, well, my burger and brat, you know, I always come up with these on the spot because, you know, why not? It's always fun that way. So I'm going with, you know, the new uh, 30 for 30 that's coming out on Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Yes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my burger and brat with both of them because I'm not going to pick – I'm not going to pick sides. I'm not going to pick sides. I know this is what – they want me to do. They want me to pick Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa. I'm not picking sides. I'm picking both. I'm kidding. Um, no, but I'm going to share Burger and Brought because I'm, you know, have a Burger and Brought while watching that documentary. That's a good one. And I got to end this with you, Braxton. What, between the 30 for 30, if, if you could pick one that has not been made yet, what would you pick a 30 for 30 on? LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a hard one. Wow, I have no idea. That's some something to think on. Put it on Twitter, but you know that there's so many. You know, we when we got we had the you know had the last dance, and that was a great documentary. And you've got more thirty for thirties coming out. I I, I love I, this is a great one. You know, with it's called Long Gone Summer. That's Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Um, it will be interesting too. You know, if there'll be more coming out this year, Ma- Magic Johnson's comes out twenty twenty one. Yeah, I want to see one, and I and I know this one probably wouldn't have enough substance to it. Um, it would be interesting to have one on the Miami Marlins uh, right before Jose Fernandez died, because that was a team that not saying they were destined for greatness that oh they were going to just win all these World Series. But they were finally had the pieces. I mean, for a team that had been hurting, really, since they won their uh, World Series back in '03, and has not been good, they finally were almost probably get, about to get back to that level when he, uh, you know, died in that tragic accident, and then they started shipping off all their players. So if I could do one, I think a 30 for 30 on, on what could have been, um, even though, you know, it'd be more of a just a hypothetical what could happen. But that would probably be. I would love to see a story on that. Yeah, there are so many. Um, the Bad Boys, the Great Celtics, the Lakers. Kobe Bryant will probably come out within the next few years. Yeah, yeah there's just so many. Yeah, 
it'll be uh, it'll be cool to see what 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 comes up next because you know they always do a good job on thirty for thirty. They they highlight some good, really good uh, good stories that we need to be reminded of. So how MJ's flu game was Pizzagate apparently. Exactly. I don't buy that. Who would have thought? Do not buy that. Who would have thought? <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's all I got. All right, man. Um, make sure you guys are following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and even Pandora at Burgers Brots. And catch up with us every day on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers and Brots. Matt, thanks for finally coming back on the show. Yeah, it's good to be back. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Take care.